We've been studying on the last couple of weeks on the principles of the doctrine of Christ, knowing that Jesus had doctrines. We spoke about in the foundation of God's building, he's building a building, and this building is built upon the principles and the fundamentals, the foundations. Every building's got foundations if they're going to stand. A building that doesn't have foundations is something that will fall. But this building, God's building, has got sure foundations. And Jesus Christ was that chief cornerstone. He was that head cornerstones of that foundation. And you can find that in Isaiah, the 28th chapter and the 16th verse. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, something to build on, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Well, that's what we've been preaching and teaching on. And we know that Jesus was that cornerstone. He was that headstone. And you can find that in Matthew, the 21st chapter and the 42nd verse, Jesus saith unto them, did ye never read in the scriptures, the stone, which the builders rejected the same has become the head of the corner. Yeah. I want to build with Jesus. I want to build on his fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ, because that's what God's building is founded on. And we must be founded on these principles because these are the guidelines for God's building. They're found in this word of God, in the word of God. First Corinthians, the third chapter, the ninth verse says, for we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. Now, if I'm part of God's building, I'm built upon these fundamental principles. I'm built upon the doctrine of Christ. I'm laboring together with God. If I'm not founded on these principles, I'm laboring for myself. And folks, that labor is in vain if we do it for ourselves. But I want to build for the Lord. That's what Psalm said in 127 and 1. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. So I don't want my labor to be in vain. And how do we know that it's not in vain? We follow the fundamental principles of the headstone, of the cornerstone of Jesus Christ. Hebrews 6 and 1. Wherefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation. Now, here's the foundations that we're built on. God wants this building to be complete. He wants us to go on to perfection. Not laying again the foundation. This is a fundamental foundation of the doctrine of Christ. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. It's what we preached on last week. We're going to take up this fundamental principle and of faith toward God. Turn with me to Hebrews, the 11th chapter and the 6th verse. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. What is he? He's God. You've got to believe that he is God. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Well, that shows us that we have to have enough faith to call on God. We have to believe that he is God. Well, how do we get the faith to know that he is God? How do we believe? Romans 10 and 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, not hearing just anything. So then faith cometh by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. Well, the 14th verse says, how then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? How can you call on him except you believe? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? That's why it's important for the preaching of this gospel to go out. And how shall they hear without a preacher? Yeah, there needs to be a preacher. But what kind of preacher? And how shall they preach except he be sent? This preacher has to be sent of God. It's not every preacher is going to preach to you these fundamental principles. They're building out there for themselves. But we're building for God. We want people's salvation of their souls. That preacher's got to be sent of God preaching the truth, preaching these fundamental principles of the doctrine of Christ. Yeah, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word. And how shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe on him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he preach except he be sent? Yeah, God's not sent everything that's got a Bible under its arm. We're going to preach and teach this morning what real faith is and how real faith comes and what it does for you. Yeah, faith comes by hearing. And again, not just by anything. It's hearing by the word, by these principles, by these fundamentals. Yeah, God wants us to believe and have real faith because it's impossible, Hebrews 11 and 6 says, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is the rewarder. This is the reason why we believe God. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the reason why I come to God through Jesus Christ. Because I believe if I've sought him, if I seek him, if I live for him, He's going to reward me with eternal life. I knew if I stayed in sin, I knew if I stayed in sin that I would get my reward of the unjust. I knew that hell was going to be my home. That's why I come to God. I believe he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's the reason why I come out of sin. And folks, somebody that's diligently seeking God, he'll lay this life down. He'll get enough faith to lay this world down. When I first come to God, I didn't think I could live right. I had to be preached this word of faith. I had to be taught through the gospel. And that gave me enough faith to lay this world down. Now, I was bound by drugs and alcohol. And folks, when you're bound, it's difficult to get enough faith to know that you can lay them down. But thank God for somebody that preached me Jesus, that preached me the power that's in this word, that's in this gospel. And that give me enough faith to lay stuff down and be willing to suffer. Just like Jesus did, he came and left the example of suffering. Somebody preached Jesus to me. That give me enough faith that I know I could suffer too. That's what First Peter, the fourth chapter and the first verse said. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. You can have the same mind of Jesus. He came to please the Father. And he did it, folks, through suffering. Somebody preaches faith to us, 
the life of Jesus Christ, we can put on that same mind. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. Why? For he that hath suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, folks. That took somebody preaching faith to me to suffer in this flesh. Well, when I took up the drugs, when I took up the alcohol, it created an addiction. I didn't think I could ever get over these things. It took preaching faith for me to lay these things down, to be an overcomer through the word, through the power of this gospel. And I laid these things down because somebody preached faith to me. Yeah, it caused me to suffer in the flesh, but Jesus was there to comfort me. He was there to strengthen us. Yeah, to give us strength over the hell, this hell-bound world. And he'll do it, folks. Let's read it again. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind, for he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. Why do you do that? That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. And that takes faith. Yeah, God wants us to crucify the flesh. That's what old Paul said in Galatians, the second chapter and the 20th verse. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. Yeah, Paul wasn't living his life to the lust of men, to the lust of the flesh. Yeah, Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God. Yeah, he lived by faith. He followed Jesus' footsteps. That took faith, folks, and that's what pleased God. Let's read it again. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. He didn't follow his own will anymore. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah, praise God. He, he gave himself for us, folks. He left the example of suffering. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can come off the drugs. You can come off the alcohol. You can come off the things that's got you bound. Yes, just, just consider Jesus, the Bible said. Yeah, and he'll give you strength. Have a mind to suffer. Yes, have the faith of Jesus Christ. Walk in his footsteps. Yeah, and there will be a reward at the end of this life, folks. Yeah, you'll take up eternal life one of these days. Yeah, through following Jesus Christ. Because he that cometh to God must first believe that he is God. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We can diligently seek God. Yeah, and we can have the reward of eternal life. But we have to do it by faith. We have to do it by hearing this word, folks, hearing it preached, hearing the life of Jesus Christ preached to us. Yes, we can be washed in his precious blood, folks. First Peter, the first chapter, the 18th verse, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things such as silver and gold. No, we weren't bought with money. What were we redeemed from? From your vain conversation received by tradition of your fathers, but what were we redeemed with? But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, 
who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in these last times for you. Yeah, he came and lived the life, folks. Yes, that life was manifested, the life of suffering. Yeah, he suffered for us, folks. He left us an example of suffering. Yeah, let's read it again. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and give him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. We believe in God by Jesus Christ. That's how God knows that we do believe in him. We're following the footsteps of Jesus. We believe in God through Jesus Christ. That's your faith and hope might be in God. Well, how do you know that you've got that faith and hope? Seeing ye have purified your souls. How does that purification come? Seeing you have purified your souls and obeying the truth. Folks, that's how God knows that you do believe in him. You do have faith. You hear the word preached. You hear the life of Jesus Christ preached. You put off the old man. You leave this world of sin and you follow the footsteps of Jesus Christ. You walk in his footsteps. Folks, that gives you faith. You hear it. You've got faith enough to walk in his steps and you'll start purifying your souls. And how do you do that? Peter said in the 22nd verse, and obeying the truth. And folks, that brings justification to us. We're justified now. Yeah, through the blood of Jesus Christ, through walking in his word. That's where the blood is at. That's where the purification is at, is in the word and obeying his truth. And again, that brings justification. Turn with me to Romans, the fifth chapter and the first verse. Therefore, being justified by faith. What are we preaching on? Faith toward God. How does it come? By hearing. How does faith come? By hearing. Not just hearing anything, hearing the word, hearing the life of Jesus Christ, leaving this world, crucifying the flesh like Paul did and having the life, living by the faith of the son of God, following his footsteps, walking in faith. Yeah, walking in his word, being purified by the word of God, purified and obeying the truth. Then that brings justification. You got to have faith, folks, to do that. Therefore, being justified by faith, we left this world. We're following Jesus's footsteps. We've got faith. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into his grace wherein ye stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Yes, we can rejoice in the hope of his calling. Now, that's why I come out of this world. That's why I started seeking God. Yeah, I come to him seeking him diligently because he's the rewarder of him that diligently seek him. He's going to give me glory one of these days. He's going to give me eternal life. Yeah, by following the footsteps of Jesus. I know you can see that. Yeah, living by faith. Let's go back to Romans 5 and 9. Well, the first verse said, wherefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. And the ninth verse says, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. 
Again, it said in the first verse, we're justified by faith. The ninth verse said, we're being justified by his blood, folks. When we walk in his blood, when we walk in the word, that's where the blood is at. It's the blood of the New Testament. It's the blood of the word. We've got faith enough to live like Jesus. We're following his footsteps. That applies the blood. That purifies our souls in obeying the truth. Yeah, we're justified. We've got peace. Justification comes through faith in his blood, in his word. When we follow it, it shows that we have got faith. I've laid this world down. I'm following Jesus. I'm living by the faith of the Son of God. That justifies us. Folks, you don't ever see faith taught in this Bible except you see it working something. It's working this word. When you see faith taught in this Bible, the examples of faith, they always work something. It showed something. Turn with me to Hebrews 11 chapter. I'd like for you to read the whole chapter when you get an opportunity. It's a great chapter of faith. But I want to pick out some things in the fifth verse. You'll show faith was working something. Faith always worked it because James said, faith without works is dead. That's not what we're saved by. We're saved by living faith, a faith that's acting, a faith that's moving. Uh, Hebrews 11 chapter, the fifth verse, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God hath translated him. Listen, now watch what faith did. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Yeah, he, he pleased God. The seventh verse now, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved. This man moved with fear. It's faith is what caused him to move with fear. And that's the whole duty of man, folks. In Ecclesiastes, it tells us the whole duty of, of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. Yeah, faith will cause you to move. It'll cause you to keep his commandments. Well, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. What did he do? He prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Folks, that's what's going on today. It's a little different type of, of building. It's a different type of ark than what Noah built, but it's a building. Folks, and we'll move with fear too in keeping God's commandments like Ecclesiastes says and build with God in this building. We need to follow the example of Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. And we have to do it by faith. It comes through here in the word. Listen again. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear. Folks, you know, we can't see the destruction that's coming on this world, but we know it by faith. We've been warned of God through his word. The Bible said, we therefore knowing the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Destruction's coming on this world someday. And we're moving by faith just like old Noah did. The building of this building is being built by faith, folks. We're preparing this building. It's a different type of ark, but it is his ark of safety. But it's being built by faith, folks. We, we see destruction coming. Let's get into the ark of safety. Let's be builders in God's house. Yeah, building on the chief cornerstone. Let's keep going. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, 
by the which he condemned the world and became the heir of righteous of the righteousness which is by faith. Yeah, now watch this. See how faith worked something? Watch Abraham now, the eighth verse. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should afterward receive for an inheritance, what did he do? Obeyed. He obeyed the word of God. By faith he obeyed. And that's what it'll cause you to do too, folks. When you hear the word of God preached, you'll obey it. You'll move to it. Yeah, you'll have the substance of faith. Faith will have substance to it, folks. That's what it said back in Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We'll go over this. Well, what are we hoping for? Eternal life. Again, that's what Titus said. In the first chapter, the second verse, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Yeah, God promised eternal life. And we've got the hope of that eternal life. So faith is the substance of things hoped for. And we're hoping for eternal life. And we know without faith it's impossible to please God. That's why we're seeking him. We've got to have faith. We're seeking him because he's the reward. We're diligently seeking him. Like it said in the sixth verse, we're diligently seeking him because he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that reward, folks, is eternal life. And I've got that hope of his reward, of eternal life in me. And how do you know? Again, we went over just a few minutes ago. How do you know you have that hope? First John, the third chapter in the second verse says, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. We can't see it yet. But we can by faith, can't we? But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. God has told that in his word. For we shall see him as he is. We'll be just like him. We'll have eternal life too. That's the hope of eternal life. Well, what? how do you know we've got that hope in us? The third verse, and every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. Yeah, you'll purify yourself by obeying the word of God. Just what we went over a little bit ago. That comes through faith. Yeah, and if you have that faith, you'll have the substance of things hoped for. You'll have the substance of faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence. The evidence. It's something, folks, you can't see eternal life, but you can have the evidence dwelling in you. And that evidence is the life of Jesus Christ, his word. His word is eternal. St. John, the 12th chapter and the 48th verse, Jesus talking, he said, he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words, yeah, that word of faith, hath one that judgeth him. The word I have spoken unto him, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, Jesus said, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment. God give him this doctrine. He gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment, that word, that word of faith, and I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Are you hoping for life everlasting? 
Well, you'll have the evidence of life everlasting. You'll have the commandment. You'll be living by faith. You'll be walking in his word. You'll be walking in Jesus's footsteps. You'll be living by the faith of the son of God. You will have crucified the flesh like Paul said. Yeah, he's crucified the flesh. He's not living anymore. The life that he lived, he lived by the faith of the son of God. Yeah, who loved me. Yeah, and gave himself for me. Praise his holy name. I know you can see this. Folks, these are simple, plain principles. These are simple principles. We taught last week on repentance, what true repentance is. Principle fundamentals in God's building. This ark is being built, folks. This building is being built. It's the ark of safety. Yeah, get in it. Let's get in his building. Let's get in his son, Jesus Christ. Folks, if you're not being taught these principal fundamentals of the doctrine of Christ, you're not going to be founded on God's word. You're not going to be found in God's building. I want you to come to a place that you can truly be secured in the word of God and know that you're going to have eternal life one of these days. Yeah, you can have confidence in that. By the help of God, we're going to be teaching these next few weeks, if it's the Lord's will, the principles the principal fundamentals, the foundation that it takes to be in God's house. And I want to read them to you. Hebrews 6 and 1, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Now listen to these foundations. Listen to these fundamental principles that we're supposed to be founded on. The foundation of repentance from dead works, we preached on that last week. And a faith toward God, showing you what true faith is, being justified by it, how we're justified by it. Of the doctrine of baptisms. Yes, Jesus had a doctrine of baptisms. We're going to cover it. And of laying on of hands. As a lot of folks don't understand, there's a doctrine of laying on of hands. And of the resurrection of the dead. These are fundamental doctrines, fundamental principles that we've got to have. And of eternal judgment. Folks, we've got to be built upon these. These have got to be right before this house can go any farther on to perfection. If they're not founded on this, folks, they're not going to be completed. That building's not going to be right. Yeah, but let's build with God. Let's build on these principles. Let's come and hear the word of God. May God bless you as our prayer. And